place, we ain't caring about your feelings, yeah. Anytime, any place, you can feel it here. Steven, then you out of space, so we clear the air. Any topic, and it's safe, so just be prepared. Don't assume, keep it straight, we might keep it fair. The news, the page, we gon' keep it real. If you tune in, then you sick for real. A Bluetooth, we took the red pill. Every image on the video, talk about it. Different views on the subject, we must talk about it. At the end of the day, we just talking, homie. Only me in the room, but it's like a party. Introducing Stephen Daniel, author, artist, all around great guy. Whoa! Hello, listeners. That was Miklo who created that intro for Out of Place. Wasn't that badass? You heard Miklo before. If you listened to the first episode, his song was uh, Mamacita. Anyways, all y'all ready for episode two? I know I am. Today's touchy topic, I'm going to be talking about victimhood. And the fun topic is about reboots and remakes. I think it'll be fun. And we got some craziness in between. So let's get this episode started. Time to get touchy. Get ready to get triggered. Then sit in bush. Clap your mama and your day. All kids in the Nobody likes a snowflake. What the f*** is going on today? Victimhood. What is that? You know, that victim mentality. People with victim mentalities are the people who like to play the victim card. And I'm not talking about the victims who have been bullied, raped, or a victim of crime like a sexual assault or have gone through an extreme violent trauma or some sh- I ain't talking about those people. I am talking about the wusses. People that need to live in safe spaces. People that demand trigger warnings. People that don't take responsibilities. People that hold on to grudges. People that have trust issues. People who always feel sorry for themselves. People who always compare their lives to others. People who think they are perfect. People who easily cut others out of their lives. People that have relationship issues, whether it's with the boyfriend or girlfriend or their marriage, whatever the f*** it is. I can go on and on. It's about me and nobody else. The world evolves around me. I don't care about your feelings. My feelings are more important than yours. It's not my fault. I didn't do anything wrong. Pay attention to me. You are all invited to my pity party. Life is too hard. My boss is mean. My mom wants me to clean. I have to take out the trash. Everything is hard. Why do I always have to do the menial task? It's so unfair. It's not my fault. I am late. The president says mean things. Conservatives are racist and I can't be near them. Liberals are crazy and I can't be near them. Pay attention to me. I think I want to kill myself. I said it on Facebook. Did you say? Did you say? The world is against me. And if you disagree with me, I think you should die and get my coronavirus because I am right and you are wrong. Does that sound familiar? Do you know someone like that? Could be a friend, family member, coworker, or boss. These people all suffer from victim mentality disorder. You just get tired of their bullshit and all of their self-pity. What is victim mentality? If, well, if you didn't pick up on all that bullshit I just said, a victim mentality is when a blames others for what happens or has happened in their world. Victim mentality is buying into and believing that circumstances are beyond their control. In other words, nothing is their fault. A healthy person 
recognizes that beyond random bad occurrences, many things in life happen because of the choice they made themselves. Like, I didn't pursue my dream job because my parents and wife was not supportive. It was because I chose to go the family route. Why did I choose to talk about victimhood this episode? Well, two things happened recently. The first was I saw a vlog of someone who complained that they worked at a place for years, but the promotion went to somebody else who had just started. The way they were complaining and the reasons they were coming up with told me what kind of person she was. It reminded me of when I first worked at Home Depot when we were stationed at our first base in Seattle. I started out as a part-time lot associate, picking up trash, gathering the cards, and helping load up people's cars. I was working with a few others who had been a lot associate for quite some time. My father, a HR director, once told me that all I have to do to get noticed and promoted into any workplace is to just show up on time, show respect, take pride of where I worked, never call out unless I really have to, and to sometimes go above and beyond. I always applied this method at every place I worked, and Home Depot was no different. I did the best that I can do, but the one thing I did that others didn't do at Home Depot when I was a lot associate was taking out the cashier's trash. Let me explain. At the end of the shift, if you are closing, the lot associate had to empty out all the trash in front of the stores and then take it to the compactor. The cashiers had to take their trash out to the compactor too, but since I was already walking to the back, I would tell the cashiers on my way to give me the trash because, like I said, I was already on my way. And they all loved it. And three months later, I got promoted and was offered a merchandising position that paid full time and with weekends off. The manager said to me that I never call out and many others always talked highly of me and that when asked who she thought was the best candidate, my name was brought up. The other lot of associates were passed up even though they were doing it way longer than me. Two of them ended up quitting and two others complained and only one was happy for me. The other thing that happened recently with me was an argument I had with a friend. Now, me and this friend were close, or at least I thought we were close. I was planning on going on a solo trip somewhere to get a break from family. Listen, I love being a father and a husband, but I just needed some time to myself, you know? At first I felt guilty, but my wife convinced me that I should just do it. And those of you who are listening who are parents know that when you go with children, it's not really a vacation. The only time they really feels like is when they're sleeping. Uh, Well, I invited this friend to join me and I thought it would be fun. I even planned a vacation that I thought that this person would like. This person loved Universal Studios, so I planned to go to Universal Studios in Orlando for a week during Halloween Horror Nights and to go to all the other Universal theme parks, including the uh, Volcano Bay water park. I thought it was going to be fun since, like I said, he enjoys these parks. Then my friend told me that he would prefer a more relaxing vacation, but the theme park sounds cool. Time passes, and I decided to change it up to a week at Disney Resort, going all out Disney and eating like a king you know like fine dining and all this just doing it and but after hearing him complain about wanting to go more somewhere more relaxing I, I thought hell i'll push the disney vacation to 2022 i'll go by myself and then i'll plan something else with my friend and i told my wife about this and my wife told me that maybe this person might be upset but i ignored her and said nah he understands me i'll explain how i feel to him and i you know because i don't have to play games man i was wrong now this person didn't know i had spent hours looking at vrbo or whatever the hell you call it on the beach my friend wanted a vacation on the beach so i was looking for something that sits right on the beach i didn't want anything like a hotel or resort on the beach i wanted a house that you can open the sliding door you have your own little patio and the beach is right there i actually found a place in myrtle beach but i wanted it to be a surprise so 
when I told this person about switching it up, they made it seem like it was all good. And I'm a big planner. I don't give a shit if, you know, other people aren't. And I tell them to go fuck off if they start making fun of me. And that night, I planned my Disney solo trip and the Myrtle Beach trip. I thought everything was cool. I didn't have to stress about my friend having to pay more than expected. I didn't have to worry about my friend being too tired to do every single park. Nope, I was wrong about that too. A couple of days later on a Saturday morning, it was a great morning. You know, one of those mornings that you're like, wow, this is, I feel good today. My wife and kids have been laughing and joking. We were on our way to pick up groceries. Even Starbucks made my coffee perfect. And suddenly my day was ruined by a rude text. Why a text? Well, because people who always play the victim card are cowards. Anyways, I tried calling like someone with balls do. And this person ignored my calls. Not once. Not twice, but three times. Another thing that these cowards do. Now, I wanted to really blow up through text, but my wife was able to calm me. She explained to me that my friend is just taking things out of context and making assumptions. I calmed down and I listened to her. And somehow things became good later, you know, but it was unresolved. I never received an apology. Remember, people who play the victim card never believe that it is their fault. So they won't apologize. But you know what I did? I became a myself i apologized and felt bad and chased after my friend's approval like a little i don't normally do that but i did it because i like i said i thought we were close then one day this friend snapped at me for apologizing and that was the last straw my wife wasn't there to stop me again so i first tried to call no answer then i blew up i said some regrettable things and i know it was definitely not christian like but i didn't care at the time i was fuming because my friend painted me as this bad evil villain and i wasn't having it anymore and the next couple of days i felt guilty and i tried to make amends because that's what mature men do you apologize for your so i apologize for all the regrettable comments and for blowing up like i did if i get into a argument with my wife i always explain why i acted the way i acted or reacted and what caused me to act like that and then we resolve it try to do the same thing to my friend and you but you know things that they say i don't believe you you are playing the victim you were mean even though i was mean too and i don't ever want to see you again things will never be the same blah 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 blah, blah. people who play the victim card very well can eat easily turn tables around especially if they know how to push the right buttons these were the couple of things that made me want to talk about victim mentality i get why people like playing the victim card there are a lot of perks to this disorder you are more than likely to receive attention you don't have to take responsibility for things others always feel sorry for you since others know that you are up they are less likely to criticize or upset you so it always seems like they're on your side you are never bored because of all the unnecessary drama you have brought into your life. You are rarely filled with anger because you are too sad to be mad. Poor me. Poor me. Why the f*** do they do this? I will admit that before 2015, I always played the victim card like a f pro. I blamed a lot of sh on other people, but I was always depressed all the f time. But then I realized that my life is the way it is because of the choices I made my choices after i started thinking that way i was free so why do they f do this well maybe they couldn't separate from their parents maybe they have a codependent relationship with a family member meaning that their parents did everything for them maybe they are surrounded by people who always play the victim card maybe it's a way to cope with their childhood because many people who go through this who have this mentality exp had experienced some form of abuse as a child there are many reasons serious and stupid to why people suffer from victimization.
If you feel that you do it, how do you fix it? Well, you got to understand that bad things really do happen. There might be times where you know you did not deserve it. However, the majority of the times, the bad things involve personal responsibility. For example, let's say you got passed up for the promotion or you got fired. Sometimes people do lose their jobs without a good cause because of politics or some other bullshit. But many times, it's just that you didn't do your part. You have to understand that everything bad does not only happen to you. Everyone has a story. Everyone has problems. You have to unlearn that habit, that thinking. You have to reprogram your brain to stop thinking this way. You learned it from somewhere and were taught it by someone. It would be difficult, but bad habits can be unlearned. I did it. You have to stop thinking that there is no reason to try and that there isn't anything that you could do about it. You shouldn't give up. Don't f give up. Stop thinking that you deserve all of the bad things that had happened to you. The world is not punishing you. Take f charge and make a f change. Stop thinking that no one cares. People do care about you. People do care of your sh They're just tired of hearing your negative self-talk. That's all it is. They're just tired of hearing your bullshit. You could seek support from a trained and experienced counselor or therapist, especially if you have faced abuse or other hardcore trauma. Therapists can help you figure out why you have that victim mentality and help you identify personal goals and how to achieve them. You need to scratch the idea that the world around you is filled with racist, sexist, bigoted, and homophobic people who are always seeking to stop you from pursuing your dreams. That is a dumb way of thinking. You are able to do whatever the f*** you want and there's nothing stopping you, especially if you live in America. No one owes you anything. Stop victimizing yourself because of the color of your skin. Stop victimizing yourself because you were born in a certain area. And you have to stop following politicians and celebrities who pretend that they care. They take advantage of your victimhood. They act like they care, but all they are doing is using you for their narrative to take down some system they believe is wrong. Stay away from identity politics where you can easily fall into groups. This is bad because it causes people to argue on whose opinion matters more. Who's more of a victim than others? It is a bad way of thinking. Right now, if you are a member of the LGBT plus community, you are believed that you are the most victimized. If you are black, you are to believe that because of the color of your skin, your victimhood matters because of history. It can keep going on. Like, I mean, there's Hispanics, women, Jews, Asians, and Muslims. Today, if you are a straight male, your opinion is not important because you didn't even fall to any of these groups that I mentioned. Playing the victim based on identity politics is dangerous. And you have to stop hiding in safe spaces. Stop asking for trigger warnings. The hell with being PC and being a microaggression police. You also have to stop responding to every insult because if you do, you are a fool. If you keep on and not learn to brush things off, you will be destined to a life of misery. You have to stop interacting to every comment and insult. You have to understand that not all people are the same and not all people are bad. There are bad people in the world like pedophiles, rapists, murderers, and terrorists. Stop placing regular people who only had opinions and, and, and you don't put them in a good or bad group because if you disagree with them, they're not bad. The good groups are not victims and the so-called bad group are not the oppressors. What if you don't have that victim mentality? What if you're dealing with someone like this? How do you deal with them? It can be very hard to talk with someone who always sees themselves as a victim. You have to understand that many people live with this mindset might be actually going through some difficult sh You have to listen to them.
You have to avoid telling that person that they're acting like a victim. And I am super guilty doing this because, hey, name calling is very easy to do. And just like I did with the story that I just told you earlier, I did the same thing, but it doesn't make it right. If you truly want a healthy relationship, you don't call them a victim. Instead, you try to calmly and compassionately have a conversation with them. Try to explain what unhealthy things they are doing, like the constant complaining, blaming everyone else, feeling trapped, and not accepting responsibility. Things can go so great with just a simple conversation because they will actually feel heard. You might have to give yourself space between you and that person. You shouldn't have to be accused for shit all the time you shouldn't have to walk on eggshells around him and her that causes you to be overly stressed out you shouldn't have to always apologize for things you didn't do or things that both of you are responsible for if he or she allows it help them encourage them and help them understand that they have all of the tools to solve all their problems on their own and this one pisses me off it's when someone and don't be like this don't be someone that is not necessarily playing the victim card, but they feel obligated to stand up for other victims. These people think that they will get high notice and high status if they do that. Don't do that. So let's wrap it up. Cue the cheesy music. A victim mentality can be frustrating and very challenging for those who live with it and with everyone around them. Every day is a new day. I wake up every morning with a clean slate and I do my best to forgive and forget. I say yesterday why because i don't let my history interfere with my damn future don't let the past take control of your life let today be the day that you say that bullshit. i am ready to stop being a victim and i am going to start taking actions towards the life that i want listen i do understand that depression is real but if you are fat and don't exercise if you are lonely but don't leave the house if you are extremely tired but don't sleep enough if you are always negative and mad but don't surround yourself with positive things and positive people if you are late for work and always snoozes whatever the fuck it is you are not giving yourself a fighting chance a fighting chance to be the best version of you it is never too late to change it up and overcome victim mentality it doesn't have to be up to someone else to solve your problems be more courageous and be more strong so you can avoid being vulnerable. No one should get in your way. Setbacks and disappointments are all part of the uncertainty of life. You have heard many times that life ain't easy, that life is unfair. But how you respond to these setbacks and disappointments will determine how satisfying your life can be. Stop thinking that you are a loser. You're not a loser. You have to understand that you can win at something even if it's small. Focus on things that you do have, not on the things that you don't have. And you should get closure on all of your past hurts. It may involve forgiving someone or forgiving yourself. You have the power to rid yourself of the victim mindset. It will be challenging. I ain't gonna lie. But as the days pass, it will get easier. Choose to be the victor instead of being the weak victim. That's it for victimhood. Let's move on. The first song we're gonna hear is Ona by Snazzy Roro. Oh baby ma, oh baby wa, wa licha, superwoman. Oh baby ma, oh baby wa, wa licha. The way she treats me makes me love her. Me down makes my head bombay, bombay, but you me 
Not another goddamn theme park segment commencing. I mean, what the f was Steven thinking? Despite my efforts to get the coronavirus so I could get out of doing this stupid sh the only thing that happened was everything else getting canceled, like the NBA, the NHL, and even Disneyland. Just great. I bet this virus was all a f ploy by Steven to get your bitch ass home, bored enough to listen to this. Ah, uh, I'm sorry. Did I mean to take it out on you? Seriously. I heard you awesome. I mean, you're awesome. And I'm glad to have the opportunity to entertain you. Yeah, you. You beautiful hippie Knowing how to spend your moolah on fun and not I bet you were planning on going to Russia to check out their first theme park, Dream Island. You know, the indoor one that looks super incredible, but isn't too true to the Russian theme. It took a lot of effort to build that place, destroying almost 150 acres of precious land. Licensing, or more likely stealing, iconic characters including teenage mutant ninja tortoises. Hiya! Hello Kitty, the f***ing Smurfs, and Count Chocola. I mean Dracula, or Nosferatu, for all I care. Anyways, if you want to go to one of the few places Putin's ever been caught smiling, you should go there. After all, it's one of the few places to open up versus close down during the COVID-19 melodrama featuring Tom Hanks, 
and his stunning but virus-infected wife. I mean, Dream Island just opened up February 29th, 2020, with no plans to shut down. I heard they even give everyone free vodka shots, even babies, when they enter the park. Love you, Russia. But I bet 10 years from now, it'll probably be closed down, like Chernobyl and sh**. Speaking of COVID-19, yet again, Braddock's Holiday Park, located in North Devon, England, took out all of their plush toys from their competitive money-guzzling claw machine and replaced them with toilet paper and hand sanitizer. I can't blame them for cashing in on this, but I would never wipe my ass with a winning roll of toilet paper. I would simply use my fins or foliage like God intended us to. And I'd probably light that toilet paper on fire, because I'm most definitely a pyro. And I'd like to see that sh burn. But don't hate. I'm not as crazy as my internet hero, Matt Sanswa. This kid is willing to get arrested. Fined. And even demonetized. Just to show you some cool behind-the-scenes action at theme parks. Sweet places like Disney's abandoned Discovery Island. And an after-hours glimpse at Expedition Everest. With an up-close shot of that creepy, but uncomfortably sexy Yeti. In a video he put out last year, Matt showed a beautiful close-up view of Gwazi Roller Coaster. Soon to be upgraded to Iron Gwazi. It was formerly just a wooden roller coaster, but now... It's a hybrid roller coaster with a mix of both wood and steel. Once live, it's gonna be the steepest, fastest roller coaster to date. Hopefully opening the spring. Um, but you heard me talk about COVID-19. My husband seems to remember his dad getting injured on the old roller coaster. But there was only one fatality, and it was this 52-year-old dude with high blood pressure. I mean, what do you expect? But the ride had attendance and was eventually closed down after only 15 years of life. The reason being is that it was a wooden roller coaster and was giving everyone brain damage. Let's face it, wooden roller coasters are just there to prove that you've got big balls. That sucks, and I'm glad they're upgrading it to something more fun to ride. Smoother, you know, no brain damage. Doesn't feel like you just escaped something up. So in a nutshell, a nutting shell, check out the new and improved Gwazi the Iron Gwazi. And, you know, maybe give Matt's channel a chance. Alright, this first edition of the segment is really meant to be about me. Introducing me. So let's go over some Brit facts. My name is Brit. I am the sh I talk about things that are cool. Hopefully you're gonna hear me say some things that are both weird and exciting. Maybe you'll feel compelled to say, damn, that be crazy. What the f does this even have to do with theme parks? So I suggest that you take an edible and calm the f down, Karen. And that will help you connect the dots. I am obviously practicing to be some kind of voiceover actor that would prefer to make some kind of living off of frivolous banter, or at least reading out those on-hold messages that you always yell at for bill collectors or payday loans or something that you don't want to tell me about. Sex phone call operators. So just think, when you're yelling at an on-hold message, you're yelling at me. Chances are, I'll probably end up ruining my reputation and wind up homeless. I'll plug my shit later, but not today. I mean, we just met. I don't want to scare you away too soon. I mean, I talk too much. I think too much. Like, everybody needs to wear their sunscreen. That's the real killer. Cancer. You know, I... I hear that you get cancer from anything in California, so I'm told. I mean, it's on all those 
and warning labels, but I don't want to scare you. This was recorded live from a claw machine filled with toilet paper, hand sanitizer, a couple of toddlers, your grandpa's lost dentures, a cold case of COVID-19, COVID-19, COVID-19. And this concludes not another goddamn theme park segment. His second song is Call Off the Doctor by Oswald.
right, so the third song is All In My Head by Weezen featuring Grandson. Oh, shit. Call the doctor I think I'm seeing double on my shoulder Is a monster Think that I'm in trouble Nobody got medicine No one got a cure So I'll keep on running Till I know what for Oh shit, I take a drag I wish that I could stop Keep bailing on my friends Cause I can't get out of bed My demons shut it down And they opened up shop Now I'm stuck with these voices They're all in my, all in my head topic we are going to be talking about reboots and remakes are they good or do they suck what is the difference between remake and a reboot well a remake is when a film follows most of the original's plot for example like in uh true grit a reboot is when a film attempts to continue and kick off a new film franchise for example uh christopher nolan's uh, batman begins i personally love to give remakes and reboots a try i am a sucker for nostalgic sh- so many times I'm like, what if they remake this? Or what if they bring back that? With technology always improving, I just get excited with just the thought of those things. But there are many people out there that hate it. Why do they hate these types of movies? Why do they think these movies suck? I think it's because these studios f*** it up. They want to make money off of the success of previous movies or television shows. Or nowadays streaming shows. They have no f- clue what the source material is these students can make so much money if they just pay attention to what people like it would cost them nothing because all they have to do is to go on youtube and watch hours of people fans talking about the subject 
All they have to do is listen to what they want. Some of these people that I've seen on YouTube have incredible ideas. I'm like, I would have watched that. I do, however, think that these studios are brilliant to release photos and videos to see what people think. This start, you know, I'm starting to see that happen like they did with Suicide Squad and now the Batman. But if they do do that, they have to be willing to change it up like they did with Sonic. They changed it up for the audience. Not like the director of Suicide Squad who was like, everybody who disagrees with me when he was at Comic-Con. He had that attitude. He's like, everybody. And I understand that people that are in charge of this, these specific projects are because of politics. But most people that are in charge don't know what the f they're doing. No one had the balls to tell him or her to quit their bullshit and pay attention to what the fans want. And this turns people off when these studios f it up. For example, I still don't understand why Hollywood can't give us an incredible cinematic Batman franchise with a fantastic storyline that I get when I play Rocksteady's Arkham Knight. But these people that complain, I do think that they lie. I think they are lying that they don't like the idea of a reboot or a remake. And when studios f it up, they just join in the trend and the critics. I do agree that sometimes I don't understand why they are rebooting or remaking certain franchises but i do enjoy many of them i understand that no one wants to see their favorite characters tarnished in the hollywood cash grab but not all remakes and reboots suck people have to realize that reimagining a character is not something new for years artists from all platforms have been revitalizing other people's creations you see it in books radios tv shows uh, streaming shows paintings plays video games like i said already there are plenty of great remakes and reboots that people flipped out at first and then they loved it. Some movies that come in mind are like um, Rise of the Planet of the Apes, uh, X-Men First Class, Star Trek, and Casino Royale. Those are a few great reboots. Ocean's Eleven, Scarface, The Stars Born, and The Parent Trap are a few great remakes. There are many other great ones that I can't think of at the moment, but they all have a special place in many moviegoers' hearts. I am honestly sick and tired of people lying and mimicking each other. Ugh, Disney has to stop with the live remakes. The original is better. Stop this. I'm not saying this. Enough with the remakes. It's just lazy filmmaking. Stop remaking movies that we love. Leave the classics as they are. But behind closed doors, they are excited and spend money to see it. That's why these movies make so much money. Listen, if you're like this, you need to shut the up and it's simple. If you don't want to watch it, don't watch it vote with your wallet but i do understand that you want to be liked and you want to be popular and you want to be noticed on youtube and you want to talk about how bad remakes are and participate in the chaos within the twitter universe and mimic other people's opinion just to fit in i get it i get it listen nobody gives a f just like nobody really cares about me talking about this sh you do you and enjoy the film and shows you want to enjoy. Let me use uh, Aladdin as an example. Aladdin is my favorite 2D animated movie, and I always wanted Disney to do a live action version of it. When it was announced, I, people went nuts. I, 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 I was excited, but people mostly went nuts over who's going to play the genie. But I was like, hey, you know what? The person to play the genie has to be a very charismatic person, just like Robin Williams. And Will Smith was perfect. And after people watched the trailer, people went ape. But after they watched the movie, they hated it because they made the mistake to comparing it to the original. I watched the movie like if it was a Broadway version of it. I have seen Disney Park Aladdin shows. I have seen Broadway shows and the movies. And the movie was like watching those things. They were good and they didn't have Robin Williams in it. I gave the movie a 7 out of 10. I am excited for the sequels because of the Return of Jafar animated movie had a decent storyline as well as The King of Thieves. I took a point away for Yago not talking like in the animated movie, a point taken away for a Jafar and a point taken away for not having the epic snake scene at the end.
Other than that, it was a nice ride, but people didn't want to give it a try. People just whined and mimicked others while secretly enjoying it. There are plenty of reasons to be skeptical when a new remake or reboot is first announced. Like I'm skeptical to see what Disney does with the Home Alone reboot. But I am also excited for all of the reboots and remakes coming in the future. I'm excited to see the Peter Pan, Top Gun, Candyman, the Batman, Lizzie McGuire, uh, West Side Story, Grease Rydell High, Rugrats, Cheaper by the Dozen, Home Alone, like I mentioned earlier, Little Shop of Horrors, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, uh, Spawn, Scarface, Resident Evil, Police Academy, The Little Mermaid, Wicked, um, A Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, The Blob, Starship Troopers, and um, what is the one? I just read. Oh, The Birds. And I know there's many more coming, but because uh, I can't think of any more at the moment, but I will be there and I will give them all a chance. And there are reboots and remakes that I want that have never been announced. And I want it to happen. I want another Twister movie, but I want Ellen Hunt to be in it too. And I want a remake of Wizard of Oz, but nothing like the, what the, that James Franco bolt. I want another Fifth Element movie. I want another Speed movie. I want a remake of Misery. I want a live-action Treasure Planet. I also want a Pocahontas live-action as long as they don't go woke like they did in Mulan. I want a remake of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I want a remake of Sixteen Candles, The Breakfast Club, uh, Jaws, just because I want to hear that song again in theaters. I know it's stupid, but uh, what else? Uh, Highlander, The Goonies. I want Back to the Future. I want another Galaxy Quest. And I want another Harry Potter. If you have seen the Harry Potter play, that storyline that continues years later is amazing. Some of you that just heard my, my list. My wish list. I probably just rolled your eyes. Ugh, how dare you? How dare you? No, how dare you? Let's wrap it up. Remember that for every remake or reboot that is both a box office and critical failure, there will always be a great one that you will love. Don't follow the trend. Don't watch the trailers. Watch the movies that you want to see and give them a chance. Doesn't matter if it's a reboot. Doesn't matter if it's a remake doesn't matter if it's an original just end joy let's end this fun topic with the favorite quote of mine from uh sergio leone my life my reading everything about me revolves around the cinema so for me cinema is life and vice versa Thank you for listening. If anything I said in this episode offended you in any way, I don't give a damn and a half. You can cry in the comments, cry on social media, cry to your mommy, daddy, or anybody that's willing to listen to your bullshit. Just know and understand that no one gives a no one cares. To my listeners who made it to the end, I love you. I appreciate you. Goodbye. And remember to give and to always smile.